It's a youthful idea to climb a mountain, and it takes a lot of courage and a confidence in your stamina and resourcefulness. I only know very small climbs, and of course climbs in cars and in cable cars. But there's still a bit left, even when you're driven to a high pass up in the Dolomites of an expedition. The roads are winding and steep and the car labours to ascend, and reaching the high point of an alpine pass is always a moment to stop and look around. If you can go up a ski lift to the top of a peak, all the better. The most exciting thing is the shock of blue light in which the amazing views you can see are bathed. There's a feeling of clarity, of simplicity, and you get a, a notion that the life that you live in the plain is too complicated, that we have become over-sophisticated. And I'm sure that ascending to the heights helps us to get perspective. And I'm also sure that the reduced oxygen at 4,000 metres does something to help. The risen Jesus met his disciples on top of a mountain. On the mountaintop he had been tempted. On a high mountain he had been transfigured. Clearly, when we climb a mountain we are sharing something with Jesus. And the first scripture of this new year is calling us to do it. Come, let us go up to the mountain of our Lord. You have to go up in your mind and seek God in your own high places, the peaks of your own inner world. At the beginning of this new church year, this new liturgical time, it's a time to be invited forward to commit ourselves once more to the glory and to the fear of God. Stand ready, says the Gospel. Stand ready for the flood, for the thief in the night. What does this mean? It means stand ready and be human. Stand ready for death as well as for life, for darkness as well as for dawning. For most of us, the very name of mountain will involve a long journey. Growing up in Wales, I remember going up into the Brecon Beacons, and when you go through the moderate hills, little by little, the valleys begin to close in around us and the sky can become narrow. The light becomes a little bit restricted and the road winding a bit difficult. But then there is that moment, that moment of epiphany, when suddenly we are confronted with the massive bulk of a true giant, a rock-faced titan whose hugeness lifts us to another realm of scale and vision. So it is with our lives. It's easy to get used to ordinary relationships around us, from which little is to be feared, but little enough expected, so that we come to believe that there's little to be expected from any relationship, and our faith can be deadened by such a drear outlook. Because at the heart of our faith is an encounter with God, and this must transform us totally. It therefore becomes us to look out for the other transforming meetings with the people that God has made in his image and likeness. It's excellent practice for that defining moment when we will meet him face to face. But even more, the seeking of his face in others makes him visible not only to us who seek him, but to all who meet us. God has shown us his face and sent us his spirit to guide us to him in our workaday lives. So let our lives in this new period of the church's year not be the lives of slaves, rooted to the spot 
unfree, shackled, covered in darkness, used to the old-fashioned things. Let us climb that mountain in our hearts and minds. Let us seek him this new year. Go to the mountain top, become free, breathe in that rich, clear air of his love, and find him. <laughs> 